right, hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to welcome to Thursday. How's it feel? How'd it feel to wake up this morning? You over there living your dream? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Living your dream, right? Probably not. Probably not. I'm feeling a little candid today, so forgive me if I seem a little bossy or a little offendi- offensive. Not trying to be. I'm just going to say it like it is. Let's go ahead and talk about you. Hey, how's it feel today, and what amazing stuff do you have going on? Right? And, of course, for most people, when you hear me say that, most people will go, well, that's the dumbest ass question anyone's ever asked, right? No one has amazing shit going on. We're working because we have houses and we have debt. And uh, this is how you do it according to the manual, according to what we've been taught, according to all those years of tradition. You know, you got to have grass. Well, why? Because it's cool. And, well, because, you know, you got to have something to do on Saturday. God forbid you wouldn't want to go fishing, would you? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about I I mean, I've been mentoring a couple guys. I got one guy in particular. He's kind of struggling a little bit. Love the guy, but the problem is is it's really hard sometimes to find the motivation to move and and oftentimes what happens is we get so caught up in where we are that we can't see where we're we're going. And of course, that means that we don't go anywhere. Now, the good news in this entire conversation is this. By the time you get done, Listening to this and, and engaging me and pondering some of the ideas I'm going to give you, there's a good chance you'll have a new perspective on not only where you are, but where you're going and how to get there. That's the promise I'm going to make. All I'm looking for is friends. You want to be my friend, that'd be great. I would love to be able to call you friend. If so, just hit the subscribe, like, or, you know, follow me, send me a message, whatever. We can do that as well. Let's talk about you and where you're going. And why most of us can't seem to get there when we come back. So I'm always being cautioned. I mean, my wife cautions me about cussing online. And, of course, you know, I've heard the words, you know, they, they'll cancel. You've got to be careful what you say or they'll cancel you. And, of course, I'm thinking to myself, I don't have a big enough following to worry about that. And so the 25 people who follow me cancel me. They're like, okay, all right, well, I'm, I'm still going to do what I do because, like I said in the previous conversation, uh, this is about me keeping my train on the tracks. I just decided to jump out here and give it to the rest of the world because I'm thinking, well, it works pretty good for me. So maybe, maybe someone will catch on. And we're going to talk about this, talk about why it is it seems to be so damn difficult for us to have a good time, enjoy the things we're doing, and be inspired by the activities we engage in every day. And, of course, if you're, if you're a naysayer or if you're a denier, that is that person that's going, oh, no, I wouldn't change a thing about my life, uh, you're probably not ready for this. That's okay, too. For the rest of us, let's go ahead and break this thing down. Let's go ahead and talk about what it means to get out of your way. So, imagine one thing that you would like to do between now and the time you die. Anything. It can be great. It can be small. Whatever that thing is, just imagine for a second. Get a vision in your mind of how cool it would be. What do you suppose the difference is between where you are right now and having that thing be a part of your life? It all comes down to the actions you take and the steps you take in the direction of that goal, right? Just like Legos. If you want to build a Lego tower, you stack Legos until you have a tower. If you want to move in the direction of some dream, then there's a series of actions that are required for you to achieve that dream. That's just the bottom line. That's just how it works. Life is basically an assembly process, and when you know how to build, you can build anything. So given that idea, let's say that you take a look at that, and all of a sudden you're reminded that every day you got to spend some time thinking about how you're going to build this thing. 
you know, eventually what's going to happen, you're going to come up with an idea and you're going to come up with a design and then you're going to start placing the pieces. That's the action part of it. You'll start placing those pieces, right? And before you know it, guess what? You're going to be there. Now, how do I know this? I know this because that's how I do everything. Here recently, I started uh, doing jujitsu. I've said it before. I'm loving it. I'm in love with the whole idea, but I don't have anyone to work with. And more than that, I don't have an arm to grab a hold of so I can practice some of the moves I need to practice, right? So I think I get this idea in my head. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Let me think about this. I wonder if I could build an arm, right? Oh, all right. Well, I did. I built an arm and I strapped it to a dummy. And now guess what? I have an arm to wrestle with. Wow. How does that happen? I got out of my way. I stopped believing I couldn't do it. Started believing I could. That's the bottom line. The only reason you're not doing anything you could be doing is because you're not spending time thinking about it. And the reason you're not thinking about it is because you don't believe it can happen. But the bottom line is it can. The bottom line is if you just start thinking about it, the next thing you know, you're going to be right where you want to be. It's really that easy. I'm going to show you how. We're going to talk about where you are. We're going to talk about where you could be. And most importantly, we're going to talk about how you can get there when we come back. All right, let's go ahead and break this down. So let me just ask you one question. What do you think about every day? What ideas go through your mind every day? What new information comes into your mind every day? What things do you learn every day? I'll give you a minute. Think about it. What are you what are you trying to figure out? When it comes down to it, that is the that is the fundamental key to moving your life in any direction. I mean, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's within something that you don't seem to be able to change or not. The The idea is when you're engaged in any activity that you're engaged in, regardless of the reason, the, the concept is simple. What do you still need to know about that in order to be as successful as you want to be at it? Because the key here is as soon as you achieve that success, as soon as you understand the game well enough to play it, guess what? It's almost inevitable that you win. That's the process. But the reason you're not growing the reason you're not moving toward that direction is simple. You're not talking about it. You're not thinking about it. You are staying right where you are. You've accepted where you are. How about you change that? Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and break this out. So let's just imagine hypothetically that you were in a position where you're like, I hate my job. I hate the hours. All right. So what do you do about that? Well, you have a couple choices. You can actually give up on it or you can do a half-assed job and just wait for something to change. Of course, Every action comes with an equal and opposite reaction. If you're not taking action in a direction that you want your life to go or your job to go, how in the hell is it going to get there? You're like, well, I'm not selling enough. Well, that's because you're not good enough at selling. Oh, what? Oh, no, no, everybody's not. Well, that's because they're not good enough either. Someone's got to stick their head above the crowd, right? So what do you do in that situation? Let's just say that your job sucks and you're trying to make ends meet and it's not working and you'd like to get, I mean, and you just want to try and survive it, right? How would you do that? You got to have a reason to get excited. You're going to show up at that job every day one way or the other, right? So why not get excited about it? Why not search that out and come up with an idea in your head that you can envision that'll actually give you a reason to work harder and to get better at your job? Um, let's see an example. You talk about the hours, right? You're working 60 plus hours a week. It sucks. Your schedule sucks. Uh, right. Well, if you want to change that, what job could you get in that company where that wasn't the case? All right. Now you got an idea, right? You got an idea. Wait a minute. That job, that manager's job, he works Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday. He doesn't work any late nights. It's eight hours a day, right? A couple phone calls in the evening, but for the most part, he's just running shit, right? He's got his, he's got, well, 
once you pick it, the next thing to do is start talking about how you can get it. I believe it. And you have to believe it. You have to believe, you know, I'm going to be the manager. I'm going to be the manager. You go home and tell your family, your friends, listen, I'm working really hard to be the manager. You bring manuals home that teach you what the manager knows. You, you, you practice what the manager does. You, uh, you emulate the manager, and then you step up beyond him, and you go more than him, and you do, do more than him, and you outshine him. And guess what's going to happen? Just like that, you're going to get that job. And where did it start? It started when you got out of your way and you stopped believing that you couldn't. You started believing you could. And then, of course, you thought about it. You made a plan for it. And the next thing you know, guess what? That's where you're at. Now, if it were only that easy, right? If I were just easy to say, okay, here's where I am, and now this is what I'm going to do, and I'm a superstar. But that's not the case either, and there's a reason for that. It's a process. You got to understand. You function the way you do because you've been taught well to function the way you do. And, and the idea of changing it and going after something and getting excited about something that you know sucks, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of focus. Where do you find that focus? That's the important question. That's where the juice comes in. We're going to talk about that when we come back. All right, good or bad. Every 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 event in our life begins with an idea, with a story, with a thought about where it's going to take us or what we believe about us that motivates us to take action and incur the burden of that choice we make. And the prime example is our house. The the story that we continue to follow is that that's, that house is an investment, man. I don't care who you are. If you're, if you're renting, you're throwing your money away, of course. you know, And that's why everyone who buys a house has a room just dedicated to all the money they're saving because they bought that house. Uh, they're not throwing their money away. No, they got tons of it, right? So the struggle is our ability to decipher what we believe from the truth. Now, let's take a look at that same scenario, right? If you were if you were to go to the store and you were to buy shoes and you wear a size 8 and you walk down the aisle and you see size 16s and they're the same price as the size 8 so you're getting a really good deal or man that looks better why would you buy the size 8 that's because size 8 are the shoes that fit well if you take that same concept and you apply it to every choice in your life the question would be why that house at that price in that location now, if you are a better homes and gardens person and that's what you're all about and you can't stand thinking of anything else but gardening and painting fences and having a beautiful home, you are right where you're supposed to be. But if you ever find yourself out there in the yard and you're mowing that lawn and you're thinking about fishing or about mountain biking or about playing video games, that might be a clear indicator that you're on the wrong path. And at that point, what do you need to do about that? Well, that's where it takes a little bit of courage. This is where some honesty is going to break in on this. So if you're not honest with yourself and, and you face that, you'll just ignore it. And you'll just keep going and doing what you're doing. In fact, some people don't even have the foresight to say, wait a minute, why am I doing this? It sucks, right? But let's just say that you do notice you're like, wow, I don't know. This doesn't make any sense. Well, what would you do about that? Well, you got to define where you're going. How cool would it be if every weekend instead of doing yard work, you actually got out there and you played golf or disc golf or basketball or hiking or went for a walk or did spent the entire friggin' weekend doing what you love to do? Because you said, you know what, there's a lot of things I don't like to do, and I'm going to eliminate as many of them as I can. I don't like yard work. I don't like gravel, shoveling gravel. I don't care too much about investments. So I think I'll get me an apartment. No way. What? It's really that simple. 
What is it? Does it fit? Does it fit? I guarantee you, if you love fishing, you should not own a 4,000-square-foot house and spend all your time working. If you love fishing, I mean, it's logical. I don't know. Follow me on this, but you should probably be out there fishing, maybe. Huh? Maybe have a house just big enough to accommodate what you and your family loves to do, which probably amounts to fishing because you were smart. You watched your mom and dad, and your mom loved fishing, and so did your dad, and it was a perfect match. They'd spend all their time out on the lake doing what they love to do. So only makes sense that if you love fishing, you probably should find a girl who loves fishing as much as you do. Man, can you imagine how cool that would be, arguing because you got to go fishing again? <laughs> Drinking beer and hanging out with your best friend? Oh, my God. I think I've made my point. Still comes down, there's still one hurdle in your way. There's still one thing that's between you and actually being able to execute on anything you could even imagine, and that is the ability to stay focused on it, keep it in front of you long enough to do it. It might sound funny, but this is actually the easiest thing I can come up with for how you get the ball rolling and how you get moving on, not so much where you are, but where you want to be when we come back. All right, so just to, and as an example, let me tell you a little story about how Sandy and I went from living in a 3,000-square-foot house on an acre and a quarter of land in town to living and traveling in a 41-foot fifth wheel, pulling our, pulling our life around the country with a truck. And what it turned out to was we, Sandy was born and raised in the same community, and we had raised our children in that same community as well. And uh, she had never traveled. She had never lived any place but Canyon City, Colorado. And, and of course, my dad had died, and we had all this property, and, and I was basically doing all kinds of work. I was mowing lawns and fixing shit and cutting weeds and raking and just doing a whole list of things. And all I kept thinking was, why in the hell am I doing this? So I start talking to Sandy, and, of course, she's doing the same thing. She's inside our house, and she's, she's cleaning, and she's dusting, and a lot of the rooms she's cleaning, no one's been in in, like, six months. The kids come in every once in a while, have a big barbecue, hang out, and then they leave, and then there we are again. And finally, one day, we just sat down, and we started talking, and I told her, I says, this isn't for me. I think we should be having some fun, and we're not. And she agreed. So we started looking at what we were doing. And at first it was really, really scary, right? It was really scary because, I mean, let's face it. It's scary to think about getting rid of your conventional home and traveling around the country. It's like, well, you don't have any place to live. That's what I'd, the old, old people would say, oh, my God, oh, you don't have a home, right? But that wasn't the truth. The truth was we did have a home. And what was cool about it was we got to move that home wherever we needed to based on what was going on in our life. So it wasn't a bad deal. But how do you take a how do you take the position you're in right now in anything and you get it going to where it starts moving in that direction? And the answer is it has to be at the forefront of your thoughts. We are what we think, and if you're not spending time thinking about where you would like to be and having picked a point that is important enough to you to continually engage it on a daily basis, there's probably a good chance nothing's going to change in your life. But how do you do that? Well, it takes a dry erase marker, it takes a mirror, and it takes a willingness to just spend a little time thinking about yourself and thinking about where you are and, more significantly, thinking about where you're going. So let's go ahead and talk about this. What would happen if you had a reminder every day of what you wanted to do? One thing that you were working towards doing. Maybe it was a better relationship. Maybe just better relationship. That's the words you write. And you scroll those words on the mirror in your bathroom where you brush your teeth every day. And then you look up and you brush your teeth. And while you're brushing your teeth, you're looking at those words and you're thinking about how they could impact your life and things you might be able to do throughout the day that would make your relationship better. 
And of course, you go out into the world, and maybe you might remember, maybe you won't. But eventually, the longer you look at those words, the more you will remember. And before you know it, guess what's going to happen? All of a sudden, you're like, well, you know, you know, I guess I could call him and just tell him I'm thinking about him. I guess I could just call her and ask her if she wants me to go by and pick up the kids. She can just go straight home and 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 put her feet up. I know she picks up the kids. Or maybe I'll just go grocery shop and tell her, listen, I'm going to grab the kids, go grocery shop, and you go home. Relax, right? Wow. And then you do it. Can you imagine how much better your relationship will get in just that moment? All of a sudden, your partner's going, who the hell are you? Wait a minute. Are you got a girlfriend? Are you getting ready to leave me, right? And the reason you're not where you need to be, the reason we're not where we could be isn't because it's not possible. It's because we're not spending any time thinking about it. you got a whole lot of stuff going on. There's a long list of reasons you don't have time to think about you. We're going to bring some of those to the forefront, and then we're going to talk about the impact they have and how steps you can take to possibly escape them. Because if you don't do that, you will not have time for you when we come back. You know, what's funny about it is I'm a little bit nervous about all the social media stuff from the standpoint of artificial intelligence and all that crap, right? It just kind of makes me nervous. And I keep thinking to myself when I look at all of these millions and millions of dollars of research that are being put in, I wonder, why is this so significant? And what it's come up with is the same, it's basically the same concept as we're discussing here. And that is, we become what we think, right? That is just the bottom line. And I think the reason these elements in our society are so prevalent and so significant is because um, when they can figure out how to figure out exactly what we're thinking, then the next step is to figure out how to manipulate us. And the more they know about us, the better off that is. So let's bring this around. So there's a lawsuit. There's a lawsuit against a major corporation based on the fact that their content, their social media content, is abusive to children or or damaging to children. Of course, the, the media company, they're saying, well, no, 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 it isn't. But then my question is, well, what is your intention as a company? Is it to attract followers? Is it to entice people to hang out on your platform? And the answer is yes. So how, how, how logical would it be for anyone to believe that your goal isn't to draw people into your network? Right? The more information you can gather, the more information you have, that's more information you have to sell. That's where the real money's at. So what does this have to do with you and get in your way of anything that you might want to do in your life? Well, the bottom line is this. If you're not thinking about you, you're not getting anything done for you. If you're not thinking about you, you're not taking your life in any significant direction as a result of that. That's, that's, that's as simple as it gets, right? So think about that. So every minute that you spend engaged on social media, which does absolutely nothing for you, for the most part, all right, for the masses, everyone has this crazy pie-in-the-sky idea that they're going to be the ones that make it famous. And I guarantee you, from speaking from experience, it's not as easy as you might think, all right? You might have as good a chance as winning the Powerball jackpot, right? That's just the bottom line. And yet, we do it every day. Now, imagine what would happen... If you replaced all that activity on social media that did nothing for you for research on your phone that was geared towards taking some aspect of your life into a better direction. It could be listening to a book. It could be learning a, listening to someone on a podcast. It could be any number of resources, maybe researching how you get back into college or how you go ahead and get your degree. It, it's up to you, but imagine what that would do for your life. And why, of course, won't you do that? Because you're too busy looking at other things. You don't really have any time right now. You haven't 
actually dedicated a specific amount of time, a slot of time to actually evaluating all the crap you take in, all the stuff you digest. And of course we wonder, well, I wonder why that, what possessed all those people on January 6th to attack the Capitol. Well, they were digesting a bunch of information. Someone was telling them something. They said, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. And, of course, there was no way to verify it. So what they do? They charged on the Capitol. And what happened as a result? 1,100 people have been indicted or charged and, and convicted through federal court. Well, what a windfall. Let's see. The president says, hey, do this. You do that. And then the attorneys and the courts make all kinds of money because 1,100 people went to prison. Wow. Man, how do you like that, huh? Yeah. Got to be careful about the information you take in. If you're going to be spending time with anybody, I suggest you start spending time with you because you're the one that's getting in your way. It isn't the world. It isn't anyone around you, and you're the one that's driving the train. So if you want to run it down the tracks to a better place, you might want to start by thinking about you. I'm going to close this thing up when I come back. I hope you've gotten kind of an idea of what we're talking about here. Bottom line is, they're telling you what they want you to know. It's your job to decide if it's which is something you need to know. When we come back. I don't have a clue what's coming. I can look at history. I've looked at the Bible a couple times. I'm actually going to start reading the Bible again and trying to figure some of this stuff out. Not that it matters, because it really doesn't. But the bottom line is, I don't have any idea if it's going to continue in this direction what i do know is if in fact that is the case we owe it to ourselves to make the most of every moment we have left and that's why i keep showing up here i want to make sure my train doesn't go off the tracks i want to make sure i stay in my lane and the things that i choose to do are based on the things that i love to do things that inspire me it's really it's really that simple if you're not fishing as much as you want to then you probably should find out why and make some changes that's what this whole conversation is about it's about making sure that the definition for what you define as success fits who you are and what inspires you. I hope you're finding some tidbit of knowledge in all of this rambling that I do. I'm not going to stop, not because of you, but because of me. I need to make sure that I keep my train on the tracks. I hope you'll do the same thing. If you like what I'm doing, if you're even in the slightest bit in uh, curious about where I'm at and why I continue to show up here, reach out to me and catch me on your best life defined at gmail.com. I'm on social media. Um, I'd love to chat with you. We'll even talk about being a live guest on the, on the live show. But until next time, listen, don't forget to launch every action, every choice, every decision from a platform of kindness. It'll make your life better. And more than that, it'll make the world better. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.